Hey everyone, and welcome to the Random Wellness Podcast with Nicole Van Quatham. This podcast shares helpful tips, real stories, and honest conversations about holistic nutrition, natural living, movement, and everything in between to help you uplevel your health, life, and mindset. The goal of this podcast is to help individuals realize that with simple changes, they too can live a happier, healthier, and more balanced life. I'm your host, Nicole Van Quatham, holistic nutritionist and owner of Simply Nick Nutrition. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello! Hi, welcome back. Welcome back to Out Loud with Avery and Nicole. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, Uh, we're going to do something, I guess, a little bit different, right? Um, Something that you're probably used to hearing on the rest of Nicole's podcast, Random Wellness, interview style. I am going to be interviewing Nicole. The tables have turned. (laughs) <laughs> I literally don't know what she's gonna ask me. No, I literally just jotted a bunch of stuff down on a piece of paper. And I am not looking at said piece of paper because I know it's just gonna make me awkward. Yeah. <laughs> More awkward. <laughs> Already well, awkward. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so let's just jump into it. Let's get jump to in. know me. You. <laughs> not me. Definitely you. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna start off with like three more like rapid fire okay we've tried rapid fire before if you listen to our first out loud episode we failed at rapid fire failed miserably Uh, yeah we got into the questions way too much over we're overthinking there was nothing rapid about it no yeah um it did heat up though yeah there was a bit of fire there was so just three this time okay describe yourself in three words oh come on (laughs) it's because i just warm it up we're just warming up okay like a word for like work ethic. Why can I not think of that? Like, like hardworking. Hardworking. Yes. Number one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, two. Kind. Mm. Just like, I think I'm nice. You are nice. I don't like the the word nice is very underwhelming, but like kind. Just kind. Three. When you get that, that elevator music, as you think. Literally, <laughs> I hate talking about myself, oh. and it's an issue just because yeah. I'm like. Oh. Then that's why we're doing this. Yep. Um. Like goofy. Yeah, love it. Sometimes funny, sometimes not. <laughs> Best biggest fear. Um, puking. <laughs> wow. Are you serious? Yeah. Have you ever thrown up? Yeah. Okay. And I hate it. Wow. I don't know why. Whoa. And I found out that there's an actual fear. Yeah, and that people like actually get help for their puking phobia. There are phobias for a lot of random things. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of, uh, I think it's called trypophobia? No. It's the fear, I have it. It's actually really intense. Like fear of little holes. <laughs> so, um, <gasps> like. I know what you're talking about. It, oh, even talking about it? Okay. <laughs> so, the weather, so the weather outside, eh? Oh, crap. <laughs> okay, that gives me goosebumps. But if you, if you Google trypophobia, oh my God. Anyways. Don't. Ah, okay, uh, moving on. Favorite food. <laughs> oh, I love food. This is hard. I know you do. I love pizza. I love chocolate. I love pasta. Sorry. I love oatmeal. Yeah. Ooh. I love, I love cookies. Sorry, that was more than one, but I it can't. Was, but I liked it. And it, was, it was rapid, though. It was. Yeah. I'm I love imp- that. I'm improving. You did well. Thank you. Are improving. Yeah. It's just practice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like I'm just yeah. not meant for rapid fire. Yeah, that's okay. Um, okay. I'm genuinely very curious about this. 
you grew up on a farm. I did. And your family still lives on said farm, correct? Different farm. Different farm. Yeah. Well, okay, they own the farmland that we grew up on. The house got severed, but my parents now live at a different house. Okay. Is it close by? Is it like all, is it attached or? No. So they, with farming, it's interesting because the type of farming they do, they're not like tied to like a, just a farm. They have, like, farm all over the place, like, farmland all over the place. Whoa, so cool. So they own some of it, and they rent some of it. What type of farming? Cash crops, so, like, corn and soybeans. So, like, not, like, super exciting. No animals, which I'm so thankful for, because they- Thank goodness. They smell. Yeah. No offense to any family that has farm animals, but, oof, I don't do well with the smell of manure. Ooh. Yeah. So shout out to my dad for picking cash crops because <laughs> that stuff don't stink. Shout out to dad for picking corn. Yeah. Who doesn't love corn? <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay. So. Oh. This is a, just a general. What? Go and on. hops. Because I need to share this because my brothers and my cousin also have like a side part of the farm where they grow hops for craft breweries, which is really cool. Oh, that's so cool. I'll show you my wedding photos. Yeah. They're in there. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, cool. guys. You don't get to see those. But. Yeah. You will. They're on my Instagram. Uh, yeah. Sometimes. Check out her Instagram. Yeah. At Simply Nutrition. Yeah. Thanks for the plug. I'm you. You're welcome. <laughs> this, this is your interview after all. I won't plug myself. This is all about you. That's why I'm here. Thanks. Um, okay. So tell us about, like, what was it like growing up on a farm? So the house that I grew up in was kind of in the middle of nowhere it was quite literally on a county line so it's like a classic like country song like it's kind of funny (laughs) your life is a country song it literally was but none of us listened to country music growing up which is also kind of funny because you're living it you don't need to you don't need to listen to it i started listening to it when i got older but that's a whole other funny weird story but um yeah it was a lot of fun because we had to like be very creative my brothers were lucky in the sense that they had a lot more of their friends living within like what I told Avery earlier like dirt biking distance (laughs) so they could like go and like dirt bike with their friends and like ride BMX bikes and do whatever they do um I didn't have like a ton of close like girlfriends that were like lived near me we there's a few girls that lived close but we didn't go to the same school or anything so it's not like we were tight and then when I switched schools and started going to school in Tulsenburg, which is like, you know, big city. <laughs> I made friends there, but like, I remember there, them thinking it was such a big deal to come to my house. It was only 15 minutes away. It's a freaking farm. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, but I loved it. Like, we got to like build forts all the time, and like, like my brothers would build like skateboard and bike ramps in the barn and stuff, and like, we did the weirdest shit though. Like, ask any of my friends that came over when we were kids, and I thought it was so normal. Like, I remember saying to my friend, she remembers this, I'd be like, if we were putting on rubber boots or, like, rollerblades or something, I'd be like, oh, yeah, just some tip the boot upside down just to make sure there's no, like, mouse poop in it or, like, <gasps> or, like a dead mouse or something because that was just, like, a regular occurrence. And she was like, what? And I'm like, oh, you don't do that in your garage? <laughs> Duh. oh my goodness and then yeah there was like so many other like weird things that we did that I thought were so normal because that's literally all I knew right and they they weren't 
they were like, not and having it, dead mice in your shoes or is not yeah. um, a, a common occurrence no we had in like city life we had like a snake in our basement and i named him tom oh. and he wouldn't ever come out when you like came down the stairs but he was there oh tom okay yeah so i mean it was fun and wow. also very strange want to hear an embarrassing story i would love that okay so i was having a pool party and i was now going to school in tilsonburg and not straffordville so like yeah. no big deal all my big town friends come into the country <laughs> and we had like an above ground pool and it was always like really cold just because where it was right. on our property and my dad was like for my pool party wanted me to have like the best pool party so his friend family friend of ours brought their greenhouse heater thing over and like attach it to the pool so just a picture of this giant just monstrosity <laughs> beside our pool making the most outrageous noise oh to heat God. the pool for my pool party Aww. and then pool toys yeah we had a couple you know noodles classic but my dad used tractor inner tubes like it's a big giant black tube as like our pool toy yeah <laughs> and they were sick but you also had to like wash it down to get like the black off of it before you used right. it and that was like whoa is that but so that's also so cool so cool but and like really sweet of your dad oh yeah he just yeah. like and it's funny because i thought that was normal that everyone had tractor inner tubes to play with in their pool and a mm. greenhouse heater <laughs> <laughs> love it so Whoa, yeah so interesting yeah but it was like also got really boring sometimes mm, okay um growing up on a farm I guess not even like that element but the fact that my dad was a farmer mm-hmm. meant that I had to do a lot of farm labor not as much as a lot of other kids I know who grew up on farms I got kind of lucky I would say but remember I like would not be super pumped about summer because I'd be like ugh now I have to go like hoe weeds over the field and like oh my go pick rocks and like that's actually like where I learned how to drive was driving the truck in the field. Wow. While my brother threw rocks in the back. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Um yeah, I feel like it's just like I don't know, it's, it's weird that I'm so fascinated because it's just so different, right? Like yeah. from what I knew as a child and and like like the same thing that you're saying like mm-hmm. what you knew is what you knew and anything other than that is just it's fascinating it's so interesting to hear yeah and it's funny because if I'm in not even like London but like if I'm in Toronto and I see people coming actually no in London too like when I drive to the gym that I go to I cut through this one road where there's a bunch of like apartment buildings and it's always around the time the kids are getting on the bus and I'm like wow like that's so interesting that these people like, grow up in apartment buildings. Huh, yeah. Which is, like, there's literally nothing wrong with that, but I'm just, like, what just a so different, different way of living than what I yeah. knew. I didn't have cars around right. me. I, like, my bus stop was so far that my dad had to drive me to it. Yeah. Sometimes I, wow. when I changed schools, I didn't actually have a bus stop. I had to be driven to school. Like, you yeah. know, there's, like, things that you just thought. All those little things, and you're, like, whoa. Like, that's someone else's normal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, taking an elevator up, up home to get home yeah yeah which is like so it's like the other way like I'm fascinated by like people that didn't grow up those the the city dwellers yeah I mean like I know how my friends grew up like in town like a small town right um because I got to see that but like even well mind you even then 
they like have been like yeah there's some pretty weird things that you guys did as kids like, <laughs> yeah it's like when they came to like my house it was like adventure land oh my like, gosh we'd so go like funny. in the gully and like build forts and like oh my gosh my dad would like tie up the tractor inner tube again to the snowmobile and you'd go lay on that super dangerous would not recommend <laughs> we did a lot of oh dangerous gosh, things so fun. like my mom blessed her soul and I know some of the stuff my brothers did with their friends down the road. Oh God, she would have she would have had a heart attack. If she knew. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I would uh, not trade it for the world because mm. I think I've learned so much, and also like I think that hard work and like work ethic yeah. came from that upbringing. And like, mm. my dad could have easily just not had us work, but I think mm. he knew that like there's a lot of value in that so yeah. it paid off even though I hated it sometimes nah. I'm like curse you dad but then I'm like no that was good yeah because I know what like actual hard manual labor is like yeah like sometimes in the moment you don't realize the lessons you're learning until mm-hmm. the thing is over and you look back and you're like okay this 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 and this is what I learned from that experience yeah and then it's funny because we they built a house closer to town like on the outskirts of Tilsonburg okay and it still like has fields around it and stuff. Yeah, but like beautiful. It, but it's not like where the main farm operation is anymore. Like there's no barns. But like I remember when we moved there, I was like, "Whoa, we're like in town now. Like we can drive, <laughs> we can drive to the grocery store in like five minutes. Oh like the one that's on the outskirts of town." And people are like, "No, you like still live in the country." I'm like, "No, we don't. We like basically live in Toronto." <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. I can see my neighbors. We are basically city folk in the big city. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And now I live in London in a townhouse, so it's like completely... Here we go. Yeah. yeah. Culture shock. It is, actually. Yeah. Like, this might not seem like a big deal to most people, but for me, it's like weird Yeah. that I like... How long have you lived here? I Just over a year now. Okay, so it's still pretty fresh. Yeah, and like, there's just like weird things too. Like, you have so much freedom in the country. You can... Well, they're not it's legal. You can do whatever you want, pretty much, right? Right. And... It's like your own little world. Yeah, and my dad... Well, he still technically owns the field, but, like, all the fields surrounding the house were also his property, mm. right? Wow. Whereas, like, now, like, in a condo corp, you're not even, like, allowed to, like, wash your car in your driveway. Yeah. Whereas, like, he would pull out a power washer and, like, right. wash farm equipment. Like, the freedom and, that comes with just, like, space. Yeah, yeah. So, that's been a really big adjustment for me. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. Is there anything else? See, there's so many things Thanks for sharing that. That's I don't so think are interesting about my childhood mm. that, like, other people do. So, like, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, again, I think I just take for granted. It's your normal. It's my normal. Yeah. But I then I realize, like, yeah, Whoa. that's not normal when people yeah. point things out to me. I love that. Most of my friends that, like, I met when I was, like, in elementary school where I switched schools and they're like, what the heck? <laughs> what is your life who are you yeah okay yeah, so that was my upbringing thanks for sharing that you're welcome have another question go for it <laughs> little bit of like topic change here but obviously you're nutritionist mm-hmm. we know that um i feel like just to start why nutrition Ooh, good question yeah don't just <laughs> lay the groundwork here I feel like I talked about this a little bit my first episode so I won't like get too in-depth with it right okay but um, I, yeah I feel like this is mostly just me asking I'm like hey Nicole who are you <laughs> so I feel like that's like most of that so I just really want to ask you these questions yeah I <laughs> may as well record it yeah um so I'll do like the really quick and dirty yeah 
So when I was growing up, I had a lot of digestive issues, didn't really get any help from medical doctors. I know that story resonates with like a million people. Yes. And it wasn't until I saw a nutritionist in my first year of university that I actually started to feel better. Mm. And it's still like, I didn't have like the money to like pay a nutritionist, nor did I really know what holistic nutrition was. Like this was a very new concept for me. Uh, but it was like a lot of like trial and error after that. I like made gross green smoothies with my like Nutribullet that like didn't even like blend the smoothies. And I thought that was like my only option. I was like, yeah, my green smoothie. That's like, was <laughs> chunky. Oh, literally. And I also was cooking for the first time because I, my mom cooked all of our meals growing up. So that was a struggle. Interesting. Yeah. And then in university, like I, I wasn't like a crazy partier. I was still like known as like the lightweight, but, um, I was still, like, going out, and then I'd, like, eat pizza after knowing that I shouldn't because I knew I had a lactose store. <laughs> <laughs> but pizza, am I right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, I was really interested in nutrition, and then I think subconsciously I knew I wanted to do it. I was mm-hmm. actually Googling, like, the holistic nutrition school as well mm-hmm. as in my undergrad, but I, like... What were you studying at the time? Global studies. Okay. Yeah, so I was really into, like, I was traveling to, like, Honduras, and, like... Wow! I went there, like, three summers in a row as part of, like, my schooling. I went to, like, India. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I thought that was gonna be my norm, and then... Wow. Realized I didn't want that to be my life, like, traveling like constantly like right. I love travel but not for the sake of like my everyday life right yeah um and then I went to grad school for rural planning and development which is super fascinating <laughs> <laughs> everyone's gonna be like what is that um but yeah it was funny because I could tell like the first week I did not want to do that program mm-hmm. but I just like class with Nicole can't quit so Ooh. I fast-tracked through the program at like an intense speed yeah and my prof knew like he was like my supervisor was like just helping me get through it as quickly as I could because he could tell I was just not into it and um I started building my blog while I I was in there but it was funny because I just like had this feeling I was like nutrition there are so many simple changes that I made before I even really knew a lot about nutrition that changed my life so dramatically Mm -hmm. like this nutritionist is like telling me like what freaking hummus and avocados are like I didn't grow up eating that or like smoothies or like not eating a ton of bread right and that like I probably had gut issues and like taking a probiotic like I wasn't doing any crazy stuff like I even do nowadays mm-hmm. and that alone was like the, all the little things so cr- like that yeah. changed my life so much yeah. and then into grad school when I started like actually like really getting to the deep root of my gut issues I was like oh wait so I don't have to be bloated and gassy every single day all day what how weird like that's that's crazy so like so how many people are walking around feeling this way and thinking that gassy we're just farting our way through the world literally yeah and thinking like oh that's normal Mm. because that's all they know because that's all I really knew. I was like, oh, I just have to feel like garbage all the time. Yeah. And I must, it must not be that bad, right? Because. Yeah, and I feel like sometimes when you're like, oh, I'm not bad enough. Yeah. Like, oh, it's like, it's fine. Like, I can still but get through there always day. is a better option. Like, you mm-hmm. want to, like, if you can feel amazing. Yeah. Which we can. Yeah. We may as well strive for that. And I didn't realize, too, like, yeah, it's one thing to feel better in the moment and not have, like, all those symptoms related to, like, my irritable bowel syndrome and, like, food sensitivities, which is was a result of poor gut health i can't remember where i was going with this <laughs> I, 
Oh, okay. Now I know. It was like, I didn't realize how important like gut health was just for so many other things at the time. So like, yeah, like my current symptoms like were getting better, but I was like, I need to support my gut health for like my immune health and like so many other things that like I didn't realize. I thought it was just like a, oh, I need to do it. So I'm not like bloated all the time and in pain. Yeah. But it's like, no, I actually need to do this. So like I have good health overall. Yeah. Long-term health. And then I was like, you know what? Like, I'm doing this nutrition school and like, whatever. Like, I was so worried. I think the reason why I held back for so long is because it wasn't a traditional university mm-hmm. route. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We feel that. Yep. And also, like, no one in my family knew about like holistic practices. So it was very, I feel like, out of like left field. So by the time I was to the point that I was going to school, I think they had already been introduced to it enough because of my, like, dietary requirements right, okay. that it wasn't, like, super, like, woo-woo to them. Right. But I think it still was, like, they're probably, like, deep down not admitting that, like, what the heck is Nicole doing? Yeah. <laughs> but it was also really related to what I was studying in grad school. Like, I did a lot of research on, like, local food systems and food cool. access. Yeah. And even my supervisor at the time was doing research in northern Ontario and, like, access to certain communities up there and like mm. their nutrition and Love that. so I mean there was a clear correlation that just might not have been as obvious to right. outsiders yeah so yeah I just think my my passion for food and mm. also I think it was my personal experience and like realizing how much can change from like literally such simple changes obviously not, and, like doing those implementing those changes consistently yeah and like yeah I'm, there's obviously a lot of other things you can do to support your gut health, but like these were things I was doing before I knew as much as I did now, like mm. drinking more water, like taking a probiotic, yeah. emitting like literally dairy and gluten for yeah. like that's literally all. Yeah. Oh wow, I can actually function now like a normal yeah. person. So yeah, it was like really that's kind of how I got into nutrition, I would right. say, and then. And then I kind of just became obsessed with it. Yeah. Who isn't obsessed with just food? Yeah. (laughs) I feel like you've probably noticed that I'm a big fan of food. Oh, yes. Oh, you have. Okay. (laughs) Honestly, like the amount of time that we spend talking about food. Yeah. Because between the two of us. Yeah. Oh, man. I literally heated up homemade apple crumble before we started recording. And I finished my, like, disappointment of a sandwich. The saddest sandwich you've ever seen. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It literally, the bread crumbled. We're going to get good coffee after this, so hopefully they'll make good. up for it. Like, you know when? Not to make this about me, but... No, you need, you need <laughs> to let it out. My, I need to let this out. You do! Time. You know? Like, that feeling when you haven't had, like, an actual, like, satisfying meal yet. It's just been, like, bits and pieces. Yeah. That's been my day so far, and I'm like, I just want to sit down and enjoy like something. good. Yeah, right? Like... Yeah, and I tried. I really did try. Yeah, yeah you even got like takeout from a good restaurant. Really good restaurant, but I like don't eat gluten, so I had to opt for the gluten free option. And I mean, you think that today, um, you know, they would uh, make the effort to get good gluten free bread. Yeah. No, this was cardboard. Honestly, no, I would have rather yeah. eaten cardboard. Like some people joke about, like, oh, gluten free bread's like cardboard. No, like this was literally probably the worst looking gluten free bread I've seen. It was actually disgusting. And literally, you saw it. I picked up the sandwich. It crumbled in my hand. It literally just disintegrated. Yeah, and it was so dry. 
So that's been my day, but we're going to go get really good coffee. Yeah. So it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. And I have a little, yeah. I Even though you had to eat it with a spoon. <laughs> I literally had to eat my sandwich with a spoon. But anyways, this is about Nicole, not about me and my, my, uh. No, you need to let it out. <laughs> Thank you for listening. This is a safe space. <laughs> Yes, I'm happy. Oh, happy to help. <laughs> um, okay, so more questions relating to nutrition. Now that you've been like practicing nutrition mm-hmm. for a little while, do you want to share like some of what what are like the biggest with your clients? Mm-hmm. What are the biggest like misconceptions or myths or even like struggles and like the most common that you find? Yes, so a lot of people come to me wanting to lose like weight Mm. and I never advertise myself as a weight loss coach because well first of all I just I'm just never been okay there are actually nutritionists that focus on like healthy weight loss like management yeah Um, but me personally that's just not like an area that I've been interested in per se I'm more interested Mm. in gut health but also a lot of the times it comes down to other underlying issues Mm. So a lot of clients come to me thinking that if they change their diet and exercise more, that they're going to like drop all this like weight. Mm. But a lot of the times it comes down to like digestive and hormonal imbalances. So I can explain to them like, yeah, you can honestly eat like super healthy and like move and whatever, but I can't guarantee that you're going to get results unless you get blood work done and like see if you have like, you know, an underactive thyroid and... So do you help them with all that? Like, yeah, guide them through that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's hard for them to like hear, right? That because that it's I'm not like, so simple. Yeah, yeah, so they're like, oh, I'm, I'm not. I remember like one of my first clients told me that they didn't lose any weight in their first week. Whoa! And all I was oh, doing was making on. menu plans for them because they didn't want to do the coaching. Which fair, like if yeah. you don't have the money for the coaching, that's one thing. But I remember being like, okay, but like it's been one week. Yeah. And they also were not changing their habits that much either. Right. So that's why I'm not one to be in the weight loss world because I just, my personality type doesn't do well with that Mm -hmm. type of coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other, sorry, was it like misconceptions? Yeah. Like any like myths, like, oh, like like that that people come to you, like, because I feel like with social media, especially now, there are so many like false facts out there. Yes. And people embody them and, and take them as the truth. And then do you like then experience that? Do people come to you and, and think they know oh. some shit? And then you're like, actually, this, 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 and all are all are all wrong. Um, I have a lot of people coming to me about different types of diets, as you can imagine. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah. And I won't get into like the nitty gritty of it because there's actually some of them that play a role for certain reasons. Um, I always say to people, I support clients who follow a vegetarian or vegan diet because there's a greater ethical and lifestyle choice Mm -hmm. around that. So like Mm -hmm. that is, you know what I mean? Like, but I am someone that is very, you know, cautious about nutrient intake um, Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of arguments that like you can get as much iron and all this stuff on a vegan diet. And yes, but it's not absorbed in the same way. Mm. Okay. So I'm here to support those people, mm. but they do have to understand that, you know, you can't compare apples to oranges. Right. Um, so that's just like a I little bit that. a learning curve. Yeah. Um, again, and what about like some of the like more fat yeah, diets now? Like, like paleo and paleo, keto. keto, like all those. Yeah. So I have a lot of people wanting to do those to lose weight. Okay. And that's usually the main 
yeah. thing. Uh, unfortunately, but actually can be really helpful for some people. Yeah. So the keto diet was originally used for, I believe it was seizures at first. Okay. Um, now every right. day people are doing it without guidance. Yeah. And it's especially more tricky for females because they have to be a little bit more cautious about their carbohydrate intake. Mm. So why is that? Um, just like hormones. Okay. So different type, like during different times of their cycle, being cautious, but like, you know, not following like a traditional keto diet that like mm. would be applied to like a male. Yeah. Uh, and like, don't quote me on like, I'm not like a keto expert. I don't like coach people on mm-hmm. keto diets. Um, this is just like the like research and reading that I've done. Um, but yeah, it's was traditionally meant for like more of like a temporary, like medical kind right. of situation or like people that, you know, have cancer and need to like starve off cancer cells. Right. Um, so it definitely can play a role yeah. in people's health, but would I recommend it to anyone and everyone? No. Yeah. Um, paleo is interesting because I think it got really popular when Whole30 mm-hmm. was created because it also became like a marketed diet. Paleo was around way before then. And there's a lot of good things about paleo, but it's not meant for everyone as well. Yeah. Um, some people, it can be helpful if they're like repairing gut issues okay. to like do it maybe because they are limiting those grains and that gluten and that right. dairy. Okay, can you like break down what paleo is? I oh, don't yeah, know if sorry. all of you guys know, but True. I... Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, no, I don't really know. And it's also confusing because there's like people have taken their own perspective. Right. So I'm so confused. Yeah, because Whole30 like has like their own like standards that they follow. Yeah. But generally speaking, paleo is like a low carbohydrate diet, like normal protein intake, lots of vegetables. So you can't have like any grains or like legumes, which oh. is, yeah. So like no like chickpeas or like lentils wow. or hummus um then the dairy thing is like a little confusing with paleo because some people still use butter but other people say no dairy okay so for the most part like no like traditional like cow's milk right um or like ice cream uh no sugar so like you have to use things like stevia or like monk fruit sweetener if you want to do like desserts um yeah then keto is like high fat diet moderate protein um carbohydrates are really strict i've did some initial research and like I thought sunflower seed butter was like considered like like would be like a fat but yeah. it's actually considered like higher on the carbohydrate wow. kind of scale than like an almond butter oh my gosh so yeah wow so I can't speak too much to keto because I don't know as much but it's right. um yeah it's intense yeah. yeah and of course there's benefits to not having sugar <laughs> right of course like, um but but I feel like where a lot of people go wrong is like a trying to do all these things on their own with like misguided information from social media yes and then also combining that and like who knows what kind of like disordered thought patterns they have around food already totally. noticing it and then they're just gonna throw on top of that like some more restriction and rules and structure yep. that then they realistically will not stick to yep yeah it's just causing chaos and I've actually seen a lot of people go on these diets and they actually drop weight and then they gain it back oh, if not yeah. more which is unfortunate like not people like I work with but just people in general I've seen yeah. that happen with yeah um and then another big issue I would say is around food sensitivities people think that they're like born with these like food sensitivities or something mm. um and I've I've done food sensitivity testing and it there's a lot of 
controversy around those like tests with like through your naturopathic doctor right how accurate they are um I think it can give you some good like insight to some foods that you might be sensitive to yeah but food sensitivities are actually a result of like poor gut health so if you're someone that's experiencing like multiple food sensitivities like I have in the past might have gotten a lot better it's not something that you actually have to cut out forever Mm. so a lot of people are like oh I can never have gluten or dairy or like almonds or like ever again and that's not necessarily the case I mean maybe you do have like an actual allergy to those things like that's completely different I'm talking about like food sensitivities Mm. uh people with like leaky gut or candida irritable bowel syndrome a lot of like those common gut issues can develop these food sensitivities Mm. and if they start working on repairing their gut health it is good to cut those foods out because what happens is when you're eating those foods and you have poor gut health it's put more stress on your gut okay so it's good to eliminate them for a while I'm not going to say this works for like every single person just disclaimer but generally speaking if you cut them out for a long time and really work on supporting your gut health and repairing your gut health then hopefully you will be able to actually reintroduce those foods and Mm. I'm not saying go crazy and start eating like gluten three times a day with like a side of cheese (laughs) I'm just saying like if you are hopefully to the point where like if you are out for like a family get together you can like have you know a couple of cheese and crackers without like experiencing extreme bloat and gas and diarrhea and all that fun stuff so that's another thing I get a lot Mm. yeah so don't worry, people with multiple food sensitivities, there's hope for you. <laughs> I've been there. Yay. I can like, recently I started introducing sourdough bread into my diet. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Yeah, so that's been exciting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's like a highlight for me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And like, I had terrible gut health, so. Okay. Yeah. And that's kind of where this whole passion stemmed from, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm Literally. Hearing. Yeah. Like when I was I a feel kid. Like, I feel like a lot of people we become passionate about giving basically the services that we either needed or that helped us. Totally. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I talked to so many people who are like, oh, like I didn't get help from like my doctor about this or they just want to give me a yeah. pill. And I'm like, oh no, I experienced the same thing. Like yeah. I went with like my gut issues were even worse when I was a kid I remember like crying on the <gasps> toilet oh my god literally and my doctor did not take it seriously and told me to just take this like one pill to help like soothe my stomach oh my god instead of actually looking at like what was the root cause of my yeah. stomach issues yeah yeah so that's... you gotta fight for your health you do yeah. I'm not saying all MDs are bad trust me there's a lot of amazing yeah. ones out there yeah. so yeah I want to make that so. clear I rely heavily on western medicine yeah. um yeah. So yeah, that's that's another misconception. The whole food sensitivity. Yeah, there's probably so many. I just I'm like almost become like. Oh yeah, I feel like you really touched on like some of the biggest ones though. Yeah. Um, there's probably so much that I hear in a day too that I'm like almost just become like desensitized to it. Yeah, true. <laughs> like actually. Yeah, but, like all the fad diets. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of like the most common thing because that's what we're constantly bombarded with on mm-hmm. social media, right? And then it's so easy to just like give in to that thinking that that's what we need to be doing to be healthy but really it's just like listen to your body listen to your body <laughs> okay if that wasn't clear um yeah. that was avery singing no! <laughs> yikes um what was i i was gonna ask you one other thing oh, okay okay Oof. closing question yep 
if you were to give, and I know it's hard because this nutrition is so like case specific, but I'm if stressed. you can leave us with like a couple top tips to support gut health, like three tips to support gut health to close the show here, what would you say, nutritionist Nicole? All right, one. I feel like people are not gonna like these answers. They're gonna be like, dang it. Yeah. <laughs> One. Give us the cold hard truth. Chew your food better. Digestion mm-hmm. begins in the mouth. I talked about this one of the podcasts. You need to chew your food well because it makes it easier on the whole digestive process. Mm-hmm. And you need those enzymes in your saliva to break out the food. And a lot of times people experience, you know, upset when they're eating, and it's because they're literally just inhaling their food. Guilty. Yeah, I literally <laughs> just did that with the sandwich or the crumbly sandwich. I was like, I don't even think I like took a breath between bites. <laughs> so if you are new to quote unquote mindful eating and chewing your food more, um, the way to start is pick one food on your dish that you're going to do this with. Ooh. So let's say you have like a plate with like some meat and veggies and like rice or whatever. Maybe pick like the veggie. And that's where you're going to focus on doing like the 35 to 45 like chews. And that many, that many, that's like on average, sometimes more, if you're eating like something like a steak, it's probably more, right. You want that food to like be complete mush. And again, like I guys, I'm so guilty of like not doing this all the time, but it is like a good habit to try to get into. So just start small, pick one thing on your plate that you're going to do that with. Your jaw is going to be sore because you're not used to chewing. <laughs> Literally. Oh my Lord. Your esophagus has this automatic reaction to open up after like your typical amount of chews. So you have to like retrain those muscles. Oh my gosh. That's so fascinating. Yeah. Number two tip, um, eat more fermented foods. Mm-hmm. So my favorite sauerkraut. <laughs> same yeah love it love adding that to things i was gonna add it to my lunch today how do you say it i don't know i kefir kefir yeah kefir um kimchi if you can handle the spice um kombucha i say in moderation because some of them can have like a lot of sugar but still a good option to incorporate i feel like i'm forgetting tempeh miso but yeah fermented foods are great and then Oh my gosh, I had like five tips in my head that I was like, oh yeah, I got this. <laughs> and now I'm just like, when the spotlight is shining on you. And then I just like blank and I love digestive health related topics. You do, that's why I asked. I know. So like now I'm just like, these are quality tips. Now I'm sweating. Yeah. Um, okay, this isn't one of the ones I was thinking, but like you can take a probiotic if you think you have mm. poor gut health on top of the fermented foods. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is another main one. Sorry, I'm <laughs> such a nerd. I love this. You're lighting up. <laughs> like, oh. um, one of the biggest things that impacts digestion is stress. Oh! oh. <laughs> there we go. Sorry to, sorry to break it to you, but managing stress is probably... One of the main things that people have issues with, uh, people that eat really well, eat fermented foods, exercise, drink lots of water, may still still experience digestive issues, which of course can be like a condition that they have. Mm. But a lot of times it's stress related. So okay, again, I knew like no there one was gonna go. like these answers. But you know what? You don't have to like them. Just implement them, <laughs> right? Like start with you'll like thing. the results. Yeah. 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 Don't, start with one thing. Start slowly. Don't start, start with the stress. Like chewing a lot. Start literally. Start with chewing a lot. Yeah. Maybe start taking a probiotic. Yeah. If you think, and 
the whole probiotic thing you don't have to be on one for the rest of your life mm-hmm. but like this is just like to get your gut back up to speed yeah or even just drinking more water could be a good start totally sorry i'm just keep adding tips That's this a good is three. Oh let's go drink some water yeah yeah okay so yeah thanks for that oh my gosh oh, that was awesome i hate talking about myself <laughs> you did good thank you so you much did good. that's why yeah. i like interviewing people fair yeah. yeah, and people usually like talking about themselves. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did well. Thanks. So nice. That's Nicole for you guys. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully I never Thanks have to do this again. To this <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, okay. As per usual, send in any topic ideas, questions, um, problems. I don't know, like random, whatever. Yeah say hi yeah on instagram or email nicole she'll leave her email yeah and on both of our handles um we would love that we always love like you guys come up with the best topics yes yeah yeah we it's actually amazing yeah before because we're recording this before the podcast actually airs so we reached out to a bunch of people and we have like more than enough content for the next like probably year honestly oh we have so much and like re- like quality too and yeah. and not common which i appreciate yeah because we don't just want to talk about all the topics that digestion most, like most people <laughs> right like and they're awesome and that's what we're passionate about as well um but it's so cool to like dive into like the little corners of the world that aren't explored very often yeah yeah so thanks so for do listening. that yeah and thanks for listening yeah okay Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you could take the time to leave a positive review, that would be greatly appreciated. But before you sign off, I want to ask if you'd ever want to make serious changes to your health and wellness but felt overwhelmed or confused. Let's stop this overwhelm and make healthy eating, cooking, and living easier and more fun. Head over to simplymakenutrition.com and go to the freebies page to get started on your wellness journey. Again, thank you so much for tuning in and I hope this episode provided value and that you are inspired to live a healthier, happier, and more balanced life.